What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Welcome. We're back from the ballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. You are listening to episode 301 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. I can't remember if it's 301 or 302. I think it's 301. Oh, 302. Oh. You hear that voice you hear in the background is the lovely co host, Ed Daly. Ed. What's up? Episode 302. So 300 was how we ended the year. Right? Band-Aid was 300. Right. And then we did year in review or decade in review. Decade in review. Friend of the show, Travis Rogers, has been listening to the decade in review. And he said, he, he, he goes, yeah, he had lots of thoughts. But, he, but then he also said, want to put in a request that I be included on the next decade in review and then he, and then he said then he said i have some thoughts and i go well the decade is only two weeks old and he goes i know i'm a little late to the party yeah well, well how about we reach out to him for the uh next year in review. year in review yeah I, or or both we could we could have him for both decade i mean it's i don't know how this show's gonna be going when i'm 53 we'll see yeah, or if we're we'll going to be going still. Yeah, everything's you know we've we've passed the uh, we, we're making the turn at the clubhouse. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, <laughs> you don't know what the second half has for us. No, that's for sure. Uh, what's going on with you? Uh, I, a couple things. Speaking of that decade review, you know I'm not I'm not much of a reader, but I had my one you, of my favorite. You are a reader. Yeah, sometimes. Oh, okay, but. Uh, two deaths that I missed that are one guy I think was a piece of shit, but was a fantastic author. Tom Wolf. He did the right stuff. But Bonfire of the Vanities is one of my favorite books. Yeah, of all. He wore the suit. He's one of those guys. Yeah, he's one of those guys that like t- picked a look and then tied himself to that look. And that look is his look forever. No one else can even do that. look. He was creepy, but I, I, I loved a lot of his books and he, you know, he didn't start doing novels until bonfire, the vanity, but he did, uh, bonfire, the vanities, but he did, uh, right stuff. He did the electric Kool-Aid acid test. He did a whole bunch of those. Uh, what was it called? New journalism. Right. And, and then he did uh, a good one. Uh, I can't even remember, but Bonfire was the big one. But then he had a good one about a real like the real estate uh, bust uh, early 2000s. Uh-huh. Um, and then he had I, I Am Charlotte Simmons about a college girl. Right. There were, he, he was a great author. He was and good. He didn't get along with anybody. So I'm guessing he he acted like the type of person who would wear a white suit all the time. Oh yeah, like, yeah, totally. Yeah, he wouldn't want yeah. to hang out with him, but like, pretty cool. Uh, 
but my favorite author and he has been great content for movies and TV. Elmore Leonard died this this decade, the Dickens of Detroit. And he is the, the guy behind Get Shorty, Justified, Out of Sight, Jackie yeah. Brown. I mean, Rum um, Punch. Rum Punch. Well, that was Jackie Brown. Um, yeah. 310 to Yuma. He used to be a Western writer. And then yeah. when people stopped giving a shit about Westerns, he's like, all right, fuck it. I'll go to crime. Yep. He's the best crime no- novelist of all time. He's great. And he just and he was like the perfect summer read kind of guy because he didn't believe in any book being longer than about 220 pages. That's stuff true. like that. Yeah. He was, he was just always great. He probably put out 50 books and they're all you could pick up anyone and be pretty La Brava and any of these random books. And they're all entertaining. And he always had the same idea that criminals ultimately are idiots. And so he would write real funny dialogue around the criminals because you know, these are people that spend way too much time breaking the law rather than something productive. And they tend to be kind of morons. Exactly. So he was, he was definitely one of my uh, top guys during the decade. Um, I'll be honest. They, I didn't realize I Googled, I Googled those, you know, the regular who died this decade. Yeah. No, you did a good job. And, and the authors didn't come up, but those are two guys I remembered. Oh yeah. They died this decade. Right. All right. And, Yes. I also wanted to point out something you watched like before the holidays. I, I mean, it took me many, probably about four or five uh, readings to get to it, but I finally watched The Irishman. Yeah. To get through it. But yeah. I, I mean, I'm, there's no spoilers because I don't really know what I could spoil. It was like, it was well done, but it almost felt like extras from Casino or from. Yeah. It felt like it felt like just you know, deleted scenes. It was just a bunch of stuff that was like pretty good. Super good long. Actors. But like, yeah. I, I, don't, I mean, if somebody asked me what it was about, I don't know if I could tell them. Right. It's kind you of about I mean? Jimmy Hoffa. About, yeah. But it was kind of like guys in the Jimmy Hoffa world, which yeah. you feel like you kind of know what's going on. I thought but Al Pacino's performance was Pacino very was good. Best. Yeah. Very uh, good. I was, I was sadly disappointed with really the lack of presence of, uh, Pesci. Well, he had a low, he was cast in a low key role, which I think right, is probably why he thinking, did it. Oh, right. I was thinking, Hey, Pesci's back, but no. this isn't Pesci, you know? No. And also they, I read so much about the technology and, and the anti-aging stuff. I, they either looked pretty old or ancient. Like there was no, I thought they were like supposed to look young. Yeah. No, they all look really old. Well, even younger they had those they had those old ass bodies and you can't de-age their old bodies yeah they were really old yeah they move like old men like he's supposed to be some young meat truck driver and he like shuffles around like an old bastard yeah it was weird it was weird um but you know i can't say i disliked it i mean i don't know you have yeah. a b but yeah. like it just it wasn't Scorsese, no. De Niro, Pacino, like there were some good performances, but I, it was a lot of work to get through a movie that I really won't remember much about in a month. Um, yeah, I would, uh, yeah, I would agree with that. It's definitely not canon. You know how like some long movies you're like, well, this is, you know, really important to the story. I mean, they could have cut an hour. Oh, easily. Yeah. An hour and a half. Easily. It's super long. I saw it in the theater, buddy. That is crazy. Right. 
and I was getting, and, uh, and then there's like some home drama broke out during the movie. And so I'm like trying to like text and watch the movie. Oh, and also the theater was packed and I saw it with my son and I'm like, Oh, there's a couple seats over there on the side that I didn't see. Let's go get those. And I went and sat in them and then I immediately realized why nobody sat in them. They were like the kind of seats that don't recline. Oh, like, or are they broken or they were like just the, no, it was, the ghetto. Seats. It was like that row for some reason. Like there was something about that row that didn't recline. And so I had to sit upright the whole time and watch it three and a half hours. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a little too much. Um, but yeah, I'd pretty much agree with that review. Uh, anything else? Yeah. That's a- okay. Let's do a voicemail. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus so fucking boring. And worthless, but he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His thoughts are useless, shit, 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 shit. Okay. Hey, Bri, Ed, a uh, couple thoughts on the year. LSU Lala, he's pretty consistent. He must be, he must be happy. I mean, his name is game. LSU Lala. Right. He's got to be happy yeah. last night. Um, and that's one of those ones that I don't care really who won, but I definitely was pulling for LSU. I was too. And, uh, I just to make it interesting, I did a couple prop bets because my brother-in-law got me to, if I signed up for DraftKings on Thanksgiving, then he, he he got some money. Yeah. He got money and I get money. So I did it. And then I was just looking at my app and I really don't use it much. Yeah. But I looked at it and I, I bet a couple player over-unders and I won on one, which felt good. And then I took the under on this, the LSU's running back. He, 99 and a half was the uh, over-under on his yardage. Yeah, He had like 50 in the final draft. His final carry put him to 101 or something. Oh, how do they do that? It's amazing that they do it, but yeah. fuck them. They put it right on it every time. <sighs> 99 and a half and he went over by one and a half yards. Yeah. But I, I did, uh, I took the over on Justin Ross's receiving yards on Clemson yeah. and them being they, down. They really had to go to him a lot. Yeah. yeah. I was fine there. I, I passed that in the third quarter, early good, third. Good for the tigers. Was that both? Was that two tigers playing each yeah. other? Good for the tigers and bad for the tigers. Right. And are they both dead? Don't, did I hear something that they both lay claim to the, um, death Valley? They yes, both play they both in play death. And I read uh, the, the reason why that. All right. So the reason why Clemson, I think this is in Washington Post. The reason why Clemson are the Tigers is because Princeton was good at the time and they were the Tigers, That's which is so a real bullshit reason. Bullshit reason for the, and then the uh, the LSU Tigers, it had to do with a fighting squadron. It might have it might have been for the. Uh, Civil, it might have been for the Confederacy that the, like the, these tigers they fought like tigers. It was oh, like a, no. I 
think there was some element of that going mm-hmm. on. Yeah. But Clemson was, I mean, look, I'm, I'm not down with the Confederacy, but at least there was something to that to just say, well, Princeton was good at the time. So That's- we thought, why not? We be Tigers. Yeah, That's terrible. Name every fucking baseball team the Yankees. Right. Terrible. Speaking of that, cheating. Mm. Cheating. It's a, a fucking big story. And the the he the Houston Astros got fucking whacked. Manager. How about and then Red Sox? Right. Well, there have they has that come down yet? We don't know about the Red no, Sox but yet. Cora yeah. is already out as the manager. Oh, they fired him? Yeah, which yeah. means they know some shit. Oh yeah, just can the guy right away. Well, they said. I mean, they claimed that he was the, and I'm doing air quotes here, mastermind. Um, so I mean, he was going to get the biggest suspension of all. And if your manager gets suspended for more than a year, like, just get a different manager. At least he gets his money. Well, does he get if he gets fired? Maybe they did him a solid because he got fired. So then he gets paid out his contract. Whereas if he were suspended for a year, that's without pay. How's that work? Yeah, I don't know. You but know, I mean, you're a lawyer. It was swift. Um, well, it's fucking slimy and it's disgusting. And I would say that if it were any team, um, not just because it, it happens that my favorite team lost to both those teams in back to back World Series. Uh, but it's just fucking gross. And I would feel gross if I were involved in that. And I'm sure a lot of guys did, but they just kind of went along with it. And, yeah, uh, well, didn't yeah. it come out that it was like a former player that once once the team did him wrong, he's like, you know what? Yeah, because they were did it. The relief pitcher Mike Fires got traded to, into their division, so he was on the Astros at the time, and then he got traded to the A's, and he's pitching against the Astros, and he fucking sees that they're doing it to him. Yeah, and he's like, "Fuck this!" Like. I get it that this is something you guys do, but you should know that I know you do it because I was on the team when you were doing it, and now you're fucking doing it to me. Right. Um, this would be hard to maintain because, you know, guys, I know there's a code or whatever, but, you, I mean, you got to be smart about it. Somebody's going somebody's gonna to say something at some point. Yeah. Anyway, it's fucking disgusting, and uh, it's, yeah, there's I no agree. place and for I, it. I, I, my team wasn't involved in anything. Right. And I was cheering for the Astros in that series. Oh, you're this, a piece of shit. Yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah. What, are we going to cheer for the house in Blackjack? You don't cheer for the team with the biggest payroll. I mean, they're up there. They got to they gotta pay off all those old contracts. That's a problem. And uh, two years from now, they have no money committed. So we'll see what they do. What a, what a feel-good story. Yeah. But anyway, I, you know, it, it's it's not okay. The no, systematic not- cheating is, is real shitty. Like, Cheat in the regular way, like rub up right. the ball. That's right. I, I don't mind somebody pulling a, a who's who's the Harris in Major League. Yes, put snot on the ball. Right. Yeah, that kind of cheating I like. The Gaylord Perry character. Yeah, like to do the regular. If you can, if you get on second base and you can fucking steal the signs, like that's been a part of the game forever. But you're fucking using cameras and you got nerds decoding shit. Fuck that. And you're telling the batter while he's in the box, get the fuck out of here while he's, while the pitch is about to come. Fuck that. Go fuck yourself. Um, okay. A couple of emails. Oh, I saw, I didn't put this on the rundown. Wait, did we get his voicemail? What did he oh, say? Oh, we didn't even play the voicemail. We just started talking about LSU. Okay. Here we go. For the decade and review show, uh, first off, great job guys. Uh, Got thrown for a loop though. I didn't take Ed as a rap aficionado. Uh, I, I thought we were 
Has he I not? Had, oh uh, shit! I accidentally pauses. rewound it. I went to pause. Um, has he not listened to the show? I mean, my love of rap has been established. You're known, known hip hop head on the year or the decade in review show. Uh, first off, great job, guys. Uh, that's wrong for a loop, though. I won't be pausing again. As a rap aficionado, uh, I <laughs> I thought we were going a different direction, but I'm very pleased to hear that. So, uh, I, I, if it's okay, I did pause again. You know, you know what he's saying. He's saying he thought I was into like fucking Buble. Or no, I'm, I'm saying Dave Matthews. He's got you as a fucking white guy uh, wearing Tevas and cargo shorts getting really excited for the fiddle solo. That's fucked. That's a fucked yeah. situation. Yeah, it's wow. not good. Wow. It's not good. Uh, Stereotyping. Yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, the last, no, I'm looking through my just shuffle and yeah. it's, uh, it's all, it's all, all right. Uh, that's, we know that. About I have you. a lot of comedy too. I listen to comedy yeah, routines. I, I have like a bunch of comedy albums yeah, downloaded. I like that. Tons of rap though. Uh, Mr. Skin's top 10 list. I really don't care about the movies. Uh, that's the one I was most interested to hear about. And I know Brian probably either has it memorized or knows them as well. So no, I don't. you guys so, could push that out for us. Mr. Uh, I'm sure the fans would so appreciate when, it. When are the Oscars? I think they're usually like in late February, early March. Yeah, because he always comes on Stern and he does the Anatomy Awards. Right, I like that. And he gives out he gives out all the the awards for that stuff. And the, my problem is, I think because of all of the different platforms, it used to be like Jamie Lee Curtis in Trading Places, you and now it's was. movies. Yeah. I, I have no fucking clue what they are. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I've googled it. It's well, it's not. It doesn't appear that Mr. Skin has a decade list, but he's got a top 10. I feel like it's got to it's be kind of tough for Mr. Skin to make a buck these days. Oh, it's a video. Oh, here, I'll play it. See if I can play it. See how long it is, first of all. Oh, my God. Always block notifications. Do you think I want to get fucking notified when know. Mr. Skin makes a new post? It's the first time I've ever been on Mr. Skin. Oh my god. Gotta do it. There's a dick pill commercial. I don't I don't know. I don't know how much I got. How much how long I am for this. It's only a minute video. And also I got this old ass computer. Oh, accept the cookies. Okay. Uh, you know, he should what have made a list. Cookies? I don't know. It's, they, they love asking you about cookies. Well, it's uh, like a new rule that they got. Before they would just fucking do the cookies. Now they got to say, hey, we're doing the cookies. Yeah, but if you don't say, yes, I want the cookies, it's, then you just get nothing. Right, exactly. They're like, well, cool. Then you don't get our platform. Right. So stupid. Um, yeah, Mr. Skin. I'm just, the problem is I don't know who anybody is. So there's right. probably like, you know, hot chicks on the list. Like I'm not saying that his choices are bad. It's just a bunch of shit. I don't know. Yeah. Same, same here. I would have, I don't know that she was really naked. Um, but that, but the chicken uncut gems should definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, she's a, she's an up and comer. 
how creepy was the scene where he's watching her from the closet? Super weird. <laughs> but he he was robbed, by the way. If that snobby academy, he was in yeah. every fucking scene of that movie. It's weird that, of course, that like Hollywood doesn't like Adam Sandler because his movies are generic or whatever. Which okay, fine. But also, he's made all those people so much money, which is why. So like Julia Roberts has an Academy Award. Is Julia Roberts a great actress? No, but she made everybody so much money that when they when they get a chance and they go, oh, she's pretty good in this, they give her an award. Same Sandra Bullock. She gets an Academy Award. Why? Is she a great actress? She's okay. But she gets an Academy Award because she got everybody in the room paid. So the same goes for Adam Sandler. Like there's a bunch of people that are rich just because of Adam Sandler. And yeah, a lot of his shit is generic. But when he fucking goes for it, the guy is amazing. He is a fucking supreme talent. And you, can, you yeah, just can't take that away from him. He's like Cage. But he's like right. Cage yeah. in that, you know, it's in there. And yeah. I mean, is this an award ceremony where you have to have the best full career or is it just it's the the performance performance for what you're, you know, it's bullshit. And I don't, I don't know what he would be going up against. I don't know who else was DiCaprio. Um, for, for, uh, once upon a time in Hollywood. I mean, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's a good performance. It's not that that he, there are scrubs going against it, but like, that was a really impressive performance, I thought. And he's Great. in every fucking scene. He's, yeah, he's in every scene. He carries the movie. He drives you crazy. Like, he does what he's supposed to do. He wears the glasses. Like, he's... Also, and this is the thing, this is like what I talk about with uh, uh, why I thought Pacino was so good in The Irishman is because I, as soon as I was, as soon as he came in the movie, for one second, I was like, oh, there's Al Pacino. And then I never thought I was watching Al Pacino again. I just thought I was watching Jimmy Hoffa. The same goes for this Sandler character. Never right. in a fucking, not for one second did I stop during the movie, realize during the movie that I was watching Adam Sandler. I was watching this yeah, guy. He's not, right. He's not doing a, how do, hoo, hoo, yes. he's not doing all that. Yeah. He was like a real piece of shit diamond district yes, guy. Totally. Um, yeah, he was good. Really good. Uh, really good movie, and that's too bad because I don't think it got recognized really for anything. I mean, obviously, he's the one that would have been nominated. Uh, okay, I forgot that I didn't put this on the rundown, but our buddy Dave and Rancho San Clemente. Yeah, of course. Yeah, if Does you're if you're new to the show, our friend Dave and Rancho San Clemente, some guy at his office makes a horse whinny. Um subconsciously what do you call that um it's like a reflex yeah it's like a reflex when somebody coughs he responds with a a horse whinny and not even realizing that he's doing it and so he's sent us one and this might be the best one yet i I pre-listened to it and uh it's great so this is that listen (laughs) <laughs> Did you hear that shit at the end? Wow, that, that, he's really styling. I'm gonna now. play again because at the end he does. Seabiscuit. It sounded like a full-on horse at the end. I'll play it again. <clears throat> I mean. 
amazing. That's real. That's the best that's, he's ever done. That is, yeah, that's his finest work. Truly, truly impressive. Uh, okay, a couple quick emails here. Brian and Ed, did you guys happen to see the story about a fantasy football loser, bracketed, redundant, whose punishment was to spend 24 hours in a waffle house, being able to subtract an hour for every waffle he ate? If you had, <laughs> I like these kind I of like challenges, yeah. If you both had to complete this challenge, how long would you be in that gross establishment? That's Dean. That's from Dean, mystery method expert. Uh, that's a tough one because well, are they just are they like ego size waffles or are they like a fucking Belgian waffle? Well, let's let's just say it's a pretty average waffle. <sighs> Oof! Now, what you have to do first of all. It's always key to get as many down early before yeah. you realize you're full. Yeah, that's true. That's my problem in life. Yeah. If, if I if I took a break, I'd probably stop eating that's way true. sooner. That's, that's why true. portions in America, if we just made it smaller, we'd probably all be better, but we don't. Of course. Um, so you you would have to get in. I think I could get in a lot early. I could probably get in like eight right away, and then I'd be feeling terrible. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking I could do eight. I could take down eight like medium sized waffles, and we're are we do, we got to do syrup here, right? Yeah, I and mean, butter. What are you gonna go dry? Yeah, we'd no. have to. Be, I mean, if you're not doing syrup, it's gonna be a shitload of butter. But yeah, I like yeah. I like syrup. Yeah. So, but I just think if you go quickly, you could probably pack in eight, but then you're gonna feel terrible. And what that's so that would mean you'd still have to spend sixteen hours there. I mean. And you yeah. have to take a dump there. If Ooh, you wanna, if you wanna, Ed. I'm, I'm just saying you're at a Waffle House. That's a. Well, all that bread. You just ate. Well, you, you, you feel terrible. You well, have to get it out. You'd pre- be pretty bound up, I imagine. It's not like unless you yeah. were topping them with spinach or kale. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's a bad scene. I I, I think I'm I can eight and yeah. then, then I've shaved off eight hours. So yeah. I've got 16 to go. Yeah. Like I could do eight, like the first half hour, I just plow away. Yep. And then I'd be like, <laughs> I'm terrible. And then I don't know, two hours later, just try to, yeah. you know, you, you would just slow down so much. I don't think I could get past like a dozen. I think I'm spending half a day in that walk. Yeah, house. for sure. The, cause you remember the man versus food guy. Uh, he had a real talent for it. Like he could just put that shit down and without really slowing down. I think uh, the man versus food guy is somebody I played high school football against. He's from New Jersey. Casey something. Well, no, Adam Richmond was yeah. the first guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think the guy who took over. Oh, there was two man versus foods. Casey Webb. He played football for Red Bank Regional. What? Yeah, I he blocked me. Shut I was, up. Yeah, Shut yeah. up. You're, co- you're coming through stuff. the A gap against him? Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Wow. I got a sack against Casey Webb. <sighs> so man versus food, fine. Man versus Ed, yes. I won. Actually, his team won the game 7-6. <laughs> I got a sack against him. Uh, um, yeah, it would be tough to do. I don't think I could do more than a dozen. Maybe like if I was really feeling it, 16. I don't even. Think, I don't think I could do that. I mean, if the prospect of being just jammed up in that Waffle House, yeah. you probably tough out. But even if you did sixteen, you got eight fucking hours in a Waffle House. I know. 
I know. That's bummer. Yeah. I like that league though. That's fun. Yeah. No, that is fun. I like that. Uh, okay. Thanks for that, Dean. Um, ballers. It's been a while, so I thought I'd check in. Sadly to say, the six injections I took straight to the shaft did not cure my Peyronie's. So they are telling me I'm a candidate for all caps surgery on his dick. I decided to hold off for now and weigh my options. Good idea. However, I did see that a doctor at the Mayo Clinic. Okay, that's a good name. South of here, about 150 miles. North. That is north. Is touting a special new traction device for treatment. I know. I thought that's what he had to do. Didn't he have to stick a thing down it or he had to go in? Stretch it out. Yeah, to stretch it. That's what it was. He had to do the wristwatch, I think. Yeah. So do I take the knife? or rack my cock into some kind of contraption. Stay tuned. I've, I got to be honest, the nut, taking a scalpel to the dick is probably an absolute last resort. Yeah, because think of the, the recovery. But also, what if it fucking doesn't work after? What if you just fucking, they're like, hey, you're good news. Your dick is fucking so straight now. You got the straightest dick. We fucking, we plumb bobbed it. We, we've determined that there, we've measured every other dick in the world and we've determined you have the straightest dick known to man. Bad news. Slight downside. It will never get hard again. Yeah. Right. Right. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. In other news, I had been kicking around, kicking the idea around in my head for the how fucking old is this guy segment theme song. Ever since rights of bill dropped daily's choice. Hold on. I got, I have that on the board here, but I don't know what button it is. Let's, I'm going to just take a guess at this one. This is, of course, the Loudcomer song, not Daily's Choice. He comes so proudly. We use this song to determine when we're discussing if someone makes a lot of noise when they're ejaculating. That's not the one. Okay, let's see. I'm going to guess another one. Let's try this one. Now, that's My Name is Brian, where, like every song about me on the show, where they call me gay. Okay, let's try this one. There it is. Davy's choice. It's the choice I made. Davy's choice. Watch me shiver while you shake. That's the Daily's Choice song. Your call to action motivated me to humbly present this to you. I have included two takes. They are largely similar except for the last phrase of lyrics. I will let you decide what you like best. Please forgive me. I used a karaoke background in my haste to get this out. If the baller... If the baller fam wishes me to, I will re-release it with yours truly playing all the instruments. Oh Whoa. my God. Always listening. Hashtag team current episode. Hashtag team every episode. Hashtag team Patreon. Gotta talk about that. Hashtag team Payronis. Not sure if I should include that one. That is from our friend Chuck. 
Snowjet SST. I believe he resides in Minnesota. Let's listen to his take on the how fucking old is that guy game. all the instruments on top of that oh my goodness i mean come on that's a fucking hard now that's take two should we listen to take one it's got a download on my phone so it might take a minute i don't think we need him i mean it would be amazing if he re recorded with that person but yeah. if, you know if he wants to really style it holy go for shit it. But, that, but that's great it's really good the lyrics are great okay let's I listen love, yeah. i love song contributions to me too show. it's great okay let's listen to take one and see let's see if, how different that is first one you played yeah the, yeah that's take two that's the improved one i i like it too i'm gonna chuck i mean you can re-record if you want but i'm i'm telling you right now what you've done is fucking amazing with, yeah and it's two. it's gonna be plugged into the board as soon as the show ends and it's gonna be used on the now the next how fucking old is this guy that we do fantastic work great contribution chuck yeah, excellent nice chuck we still need a Song, song. Yeah, so we need sports, right? Sports, for sports. That's what I meant. My name is Brian. They call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give hetero life a try. If you see something on my hand that makes you think I'm not a man. It's just my cool rings, you see They're as sparkly as can be I might own Troy on DVD Ed, we haven't talked sports in a few weeks on the show. It's been a yeah, while. It's been like mid-December. Yeah. We've done content. Yeah. Um, so this was earlier in December. Steelers cut a player after he was arrested for going berserk at a bar when his jukebox choice was skipped. Well, I've seen this happen quite a few times. Um, it is maddening. I'll give him yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, my buddy Silk has a thing. Well, you know, all the jukeboxes these days are connected to the internet. Right. And my buddy Silk has an app where he can just get on any jukebox. Like he has an account with the jukebox people. I mean, that's a lot of interaction with jukeboxes. You have an app for it. Right. He's got an app. And so people will be playing their songs. Like they'll go over and put five bucks in the machine and pick their songs, but he's got an app and he's got his account is at the level where he can fucking jump the line. That's 
That's a power move. It is, but it's it feels kind it's also of wrong. A big move. Yeah, it's yeah. There's something earnest about a jukebox choice, right? You put, you put in the money, and you're hoping. Yeah, want to um, hear your song? Where's my song? I've. I mean, it was it was in my twenties, but I once went to a uh, a bar that had the old school jukebox. And we put in $20 worth of Joe Esposito's You're the Best from Karate Kid and just played it over and over That's again. That's pretty funny. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> over and over again. It was amazing. <laughs> Patrons, not pleased. And unfortunately, we uh, were found out to be the guys doing it because we were the only people laughing about it. So oh. immediately, you know who did it. Yeah, I used to um, hang at this bar, like that was like my local bar in my twenties, and uh, that anytime somebody would play uh, Neil Diamond's "Sweet Caroline," which was surprisingly often, like nearly every time you were in there, somebody would play it. The bartender, bartenderess Jen, who f- carried with her the largest set of implants you had ever seen in your life to that point, <laughs> she would stop whatever she was doing. She'd be pouring somebody a Jack and Coke or whatever, and, she, and she'd hear just the opening of it. And she'd go, hold on, and set down the bottle and walk out from behind the bar. And she would go, like, reach behind the machine and push a button that would fucking skip the song <laughs> every fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> which I was okay with. So, uh, but you know, I, I get why this Steelers guy was pissed. He, yeah. he picked a song. I'm looking through, I was looking through the story. I, I would have liked, I mean, so often the journalist stops short of asking the question. We want to know what song was it? He just, it doesn't say it said he made terroristic threats, but it doesn't say what song he de- desperately wanted to hear. Yeah, that is important. Also, the guy. What if it's like a horrendous song? Yeah, you cut him for that. That's true. Well, yeah, what if it was like, um, like one of those, one of the, one of those best songs from our decade list, like Despacito, or yeah, I feel like I get this guy out of the locker room. Right. He's a cancer. Yeah, you got to get um, him out of there. So it's well established, much like my love for rap, that I love the garbage basketball organization, the Knicks. Yeah, and they had their most Knicks moment of all this past week. A Knicks fan makes half court shot at halftime, and they gave him a thousand dollars in scratch offs. That's so much scratching. Yeah, it's giving him fucking work. Yeah, that's so much scratching. And but then, so I saw that he scratched off those thousand dollars in scratch offs. And does it, does it say in the story how much he netted from that? Uh, it doesn't say I've got, well, I've got, I know it cause I saw it today. What did he make? He netted $570. What? A ter- I mean, Jesus, yeah. the Knicks, what do they charge for those courtside seats? Because the thing about the Knicks, this is why they're continuously terrible. Yeah. They, still make shitloads of money sure. because everybody still goes to the games. Well, cause it's all you fucking finance assholes. All the hedgies go. 
yeah. take their mistresses to go to the fucking right. New York game. celebrities like going. Yeah. Howard Stern. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. what an awful organization. Go watch Julius Randall and okay. Hold on. R.J. Barrett is the the oh. actually like good. Rookie. Okay, I wouldn't have been able to name him, but hold on, hold on. He's from Duke. We need a yeah, number two pick, right? Okay, hold on, hold on, or three. Okay, hold on. Three. Let's play a game. Can Brian name a second player on the I mean, Knicks they, roster? They added like six or seven new players this offseason. Okay, hold on. They were like oh. shooting for they were shooting for Duran and Kyrie, and yeah. they didn't get them. So they got a bunch right. of medium players. Right, they got Julius Randle, I know. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think they have one of the Morris twins. Mm-hmm. And I think... Marcus. Oh, I was going to guess it. That's the one I was yeah. going to say, not Markeith. Yeah. Marcus. I mean, Marcus Morris. It's confusing calling them like from the room. Marcus and Markeith. Right. A lot. Why? Yeah, wouldn't you put like... Make the names a little further apart. Yeah. Make one of them Joe. Also, there's no confusion. Also, Marcus. That's a name. That's from Greek mythology. Like everybody knows sure. Marcus. Markeith. That's not, not to be a name. confused with Brother Marquis from Two Live Crew. Right. Well, yeah. Definitely. He passed away this decade. Oh, all right. P. Is he the? Was he the Asian guy? No, that's Fresh Kid Ice, right? Oh, right, of course, of course. Yes, Fresh Kid Ice, my bad. Uh, okay, what else is going on? Um, former MLB prospect suing the Yankees for $34 million and blamed Derek Jeter for derailing his career. I guess he played the same position. Um, side note, he hit 195 in high A ball before getting <laughs> cut. But it was Jeter who was like, hey, watch out for that guy. I don't want him on my organization. <laughs> He's raking. Oh shit. That's pretty good. Uh, well it's, Hey, let's let this play out in court. You know, you never know. Let's let all the facts come in. Could, um, could be anybody. Could be anything. Yeah. Uh, Jonas Cespedes from the Mets. They found out where his ankle fracture came from. He had a violent incident with a wild boar at his Port St. Lucie ranch. Um, a wild boar will Why? fuck you up. Yeah, well, but what is he doing? Apparently, it was in a trap, and maybe he let it go. In or a trap. In a trap. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Oh my fucking god! Well, they if, like if you have crops, the wild boar will come in and fuck up your crops. If you're trying to grow some shit, though, I mean they're invasive. They fuck shit up. That's why they shoot them from fucking helicopters. Because that's why there's no limit where. When you hunt them, you can hunt the fuck out of wild boar because there's just too many of them and they fuck you up. They fuck up the, the land. But is this one of those? Remember when um, Colorado Rockies shortstop Clint Barmus? And I got to be honest. Oh, I would, wait, wait. Yeah. What was that? He was deer meat. It was the deer meat injury. Deer meat. He fell and like, um, Torres ACL air quotes carrying some deer meat. I would just like credit for coming up with Clint Barmus because that was one of those names that I could see coming from a distance and I was I knew I wasn't going to be able to say it and then it just came to me at the last minute. Um, he had the deer meat injury. Then there was former the, Ed Daly, um, Pop Warner adversary 
Brian Greasy, who yeah. slipped on his wet driveway and fucked up his knee. He uh, must have slipped on something when I sacked him. Yeah, exactly. That's right. That's right. 1985. Residual, residual injury, probably. Then there yeah. was um, golfer Dustin Johnson, who got a back injury when he um, slipped on some marble stairs or something in his socks. And to a man, all of these injuries occur when people are drunk. These are drunk injuries. You know, people don't slip right. down the stairs sober. People don't fall carrying deer meat sober. Like this is, these are, these are made up reasons to, to mask drunk injuries. And I would say this Jonas Cespedes ankle fracture is no different. He's, he did, a wild boar was not involved. This is something he did while and drunk. Wild boar was the name of the whiskey he was drinking. Yeah, exactly. Yes, right. <laughs> that sounds like it could be an off-brand whiskey. <laughs> totally. Uh, okay, uh, what else? Finally in, quote, sports. Right. Sergeant Slaughter accused of stolen valor. What? Yeah. Um, the, the former... Rest, the wrestler from when we were kids? The wrestler. Uh, Sarge claims to have served in the Marine Corps from 66 to 73. Uh, but just a quick search realized he had been wrestling in 1972 for the AWA. When he was supposed to be in, in the service? In NAM. Right. Uh, and then... Um, they said that in in the eighties, the Baltimore Sun started poking around, and it said that Slaughter dodged all the questions about his armed service record for good reason. Why? Because he never served time. <sighs> Serve time is actually a bad quote. He's not. Serve time is. That sounds like he went to jail. Right. right. This, is, this is Vietnam, but um, yeah. So I don't know how he'll be remembered but it seems well, like Sarge might have to be it's um, weird that this guy would like be kind of a fraud who pretended to be someone who wasn't <laughs> right that is weird I didn't so I don't know because he was just doing the character Sergeant Slaughter it, ne it never occurred to me that he would ever actually was in the service it's weird that there's a, like a wrestling site that's looking to verify something. That is weird. And also I assumed Sergeant Slaughter much remember like last year or something or two years ago when King Kong Bundy died and we were like, right. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. King Kong Bundy was still alive. Shocking. Um, uh, same with Sergeant Slaughter. I assumed he had kicked off in like 91. Yeah, I, I, it always uh, makes me think of a great Onion headline. Former wrestler found alive because, you know, there's so many of them die that I thought that was pretty good. Um, um, yeah, that is. Yeah so, uh, yeah. so, yeah, I mean, the, oh, it does also remind me of one of the great Internet clips of all time. The it's real to me, damn it. Wrestling best, fan. Best. I mean, he's crying over wrestling. Yeah, he's he's at like a he's like not at a match. He's at like a just where there's just some wrestlers like in a high school gym charging to like do a Q and A. Um, 
like retired dudes, like dudes that used to be wrestlers, which yeah. is just like, how does that happen? Uh, did you see the peanut butter Falcon? No, that's the LaBeouf. It's right? really good. I would, I would highly recommend it. Is it, is it now on streaming? Or something? I, don't, I don't know. I saw it in the theater. No, it's, I, I don't know. It's really quite good. And there's a wrestling, Oh, there's a wrestling angle to it. And it features a cameo by the great Jake, the snake Roberts, who it was always kind of weird in wrestling. Oh, I saw it. a real sports on Jake. The yeah. Snake. Oh he yeah. Was, he was he a mess. Well. I think he cleaned his, his life up though. Um, it's always kind of weird in wrestling. Like all these guys are like bodybuilders that are also pretty good athletes. They could jump around and shit, but they're mo- for the most part, they're just super jacked guys. And then there'll be one guy like Jake, the snake Roberts, literally no muscle tone to his body whatsoever. He's just a tall dude. It's weird. And then you're supposed to think, Oh, this this guy can is just as physically imposing as these fucking super yoked bodybuilders that can squat 800 pounds. It's a little weird, right? And, there, and there's always like, then there's some guys that are like way smaller than the other guys. And you're like, wait, he's supposed to be able like that. His backhand does the same <laughs> damage. More scripted than others. Right. Sometimes you realize there's, there's a lot of, uh, choreography getting into this thing. Yeah. It's weird. Um, okay. Oh, non-sports. Oh, I don't know what button that is. I, I forgot my key. Hold on. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, that's a bong hit sound effect. I made a, I made a post-it note key that I usually have here, but I've forgotten to keep it handy. Insta stories. I could have a shower right before bed. Or maybe take an Uber. It's okay, it's not that one. Oh, oh that's somebody's music. Hold on. No, oh my god. That's not it. Nope. There it is. Got it. Ed, what's happening in non-sports? Well, I read this headline and I thought about it for a while and then I clicked on the article and found out what they meant. A conservative moms group. And it's one of those ones that's like million moms and they don't have anywhere close to a million moms. But yeah, a conservative moms group has a beef with Burger King using the D word in one of their ads. I was like, they use dick in a, in a Burger King ad. They use the word damn. Uh. <laughs> damn. What? But like D, I was like, yeah, it's no. gotta be dick, right? No. Dickhead? Like what, what are they saying in a Burger King ad? Yeah. Damn is not a bad word. It's not a bad word at yeah, all. No, it's, it's a word. Yeah, it's a that's a biblical word. Dudes were getting damned in the fucking Bible all the time. Yeah. Um, these people got to calm million, down. Moms. 
one million moms. Get out of here. You know what's you know what's much worse than the D word being used in a Burger King commercial? Burger King. <laughs> yeah, the Burger King bathroom. That's right, way worse. Right. The, the the Burger King sandwiches, or yeah. or the the King. Remember they did that campaign with uh, the King Burger King fuel. Awful nightmare. Although. Michelle worked for an ad agency right out of college. Yeah. And they were going with a, um, they were going with some sort of just real basic campaign where the burgers would be in slow motion and they were playing lots of music. Yeah. And she was the one sent to go purchase CDs to use it. And so I would put in my order and she would buy like 25 CDs and they'd be like, well, we can't use these. Oh, and yeah. so I, yeah. I like doubled my record collection oh, based on Burger King in, in the late nineties. That is some pretty sweet fringe benefits it was like, right there. It would be like, yeah, let's see if Burger King wants to use something from exile on main street. That's amazing. And <laughs> you'd be getting these oh. like, you know, random rolling stones albums or what, you know, anything, really that's, anything. That's one of the best stories I've great. ever heard. It was great. So I, I benefited. Um, this is a, this is kind of an inspiring um, little engine that could kind of story. Oregon man high on meth fights off 15 police officers while masturbating in bar. I so, mean, you know how they're like, tra- so he's fighting with his left hand, right? Right. Or whatever is non-dominant. That's a pretty tough thing to fight with. Yeah. And well, remember that time I broke both my wrists. I, I had a jacket lefty a couple times and actually not gives a little different experience and not that difficult can be done i think i've ever done yeah try it you could do it it Mm -hmm. takes it takes a little longer because you you know they call it the stranger whatever you don't uh you don't know yourself as well going lefty and you don't have the dexterity so you kind of you kind of got to like it's like it's like being with somebody else you got to like learn their things, mm. you know, you got to learn your own things when you go lefty. Like you're, you're 13 again. Um, yeah. So but my thing is, is that, you know, they're trying to like modern wars or future wars, I should say, are going to not be fought by human soldiers, right? There's going to be, it's just going to be fucking AI, like how we drone everything drone versus drone. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, they're going to have, they're going to be doing shit with, uh, with, you know, term the T-1000 style dudes. I would say, right. hold off on that. Stop these Boston Dynamics fucking freaky jump around deer robots. And let's fucking study this guy. Like, yeah, what's going on with the dude that can fight off 15 cops high on meth and still come this, at the end? Like, I need to make, know what that this is. This would make a good scene like, uh, like in Kill Bill where she uh, fights off the crazy 88s. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Right? Right. Except, <laughs> he's, he's, awesome. Except he's jacking off in a bar. Amazing. Yeah. Stunning. I mean, the commitment to the cause. Really? Yeah. You know, what image does he have in his mind at that point? It's, it's tough to, I mean, I can't even use my imagination anymore. This guy, he's doing, he's doing, he's a, he's a, uh, 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 what am I trying to think of? Multi? What do you say when you um, you, you do? Yes. Why am I? I don't know, oh, man. Right. My words have failed. He's a multi hyphenate. 
He's a yeah. multitasker. He's, he's a multitasker. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he and goes for very it. Ass. Right. Very. He's loving and hating at the same time. Unbelievable. Um, doctor warns against worrying trend of using toothpaste as lubricant. Well, who's doing that? I, is this one of those things that one right. kid ate the Taj pod? Right. And then it's like an Who epidemic. Think that you would want your dick hole to touch toothpaste. No, that's a bad idea. I mean, it's been discussed many times on the show. The time when I was about 16 years old, yeah. when I, I needed some lube. Because see, you're not, you're not, you're a non-lube guy. You're a dry jacker, which is fine. I'd feel like the experience isn't as satisfying as being a, a lube masturbator as am I. So, but I'm not one of these monsters that can just go with a little spit. Like I need some, you know, good lubriderm, maybe a nice coconut oil, something, you know, viscous. Well, one time when I was about 16, I just didn't have any, you know, it was, you just weren't running out to fucking target back then and getting lotion as a 16 year old. You just kind of like used what your mom had around. And then right. one, one day there was none around. So I, I went under the sink and way back in the corner under the sink, I saw this like green bottle and I was like, Oh, what's that? That looks like lotion. I pulled it out and I saw, Oh, this is shampoo plus conditioner. It's per plus. And I thought to myself, well, it kind of looks, it's like green and viscous. It kind of looks like lotion. Whew. One of the three to seven biggest mistakes in my life, Ed. I stroked my, <laughs> I stroked my cock with that Pert Plus and my dick was so purple and irritated oh, for the next probably five or six days. And yeah, it got down in the hole in the shaft and that hurt too, but it was mostly the exterior area where I had like, it was almost like I'd sandpapered my dick with that detergent shampoo uh, plus conditioner. Yeah. But nobody's I using toothpaste. Hand soap once. Oh yeah. That'll do it. But it was hand soap. Yeah. But it turned into like an I love Lucy episode. There were suds everywhere. <laughs> It's too much. I, I, I need it out. That's why I went back to dry. Uh, Massachusetts palm reader arrested for scamming a client out of 71000 to banish a demon from her daughter. I mean... Now ben, Franklin, ben Franklin had a phrase for a lot of things, right. but a fool and his money are soon parted. Yeah, absolutely. I, Nobody... Thinks palm readers really know what they're doing? Nobody does. Uh, I mean, certainly. Except for people. Certainly. Right, but except for people who are willing to part with 71 grand to banish demons. Well, I, hold on. Let, let me just take a, let me just take a different approach here and see what you say. Okay. Prove to me <laughs> that she did not banish a demon. From this woman's daughter. Good point. Because is the demon there? Where's the demon? Do you see any demons around here? Because there was a demon before. And now I got $71,000. And you know what? I don't see any more demons around here. She's like Ghostbusters. Right. Okay. Uh, I noticed they're doing a new commercial. I feel like it's like 
Ameriprise Financial or something, QuickBooks. And it's got Annie Potts doing the Ghostbusters receptionist character. They're doing another Ghostbusters movie. Right. Paul Rudd's. Oh, he is? And yeah, but Annie Potts, I think, is back in that role. So well, She's also in a commercial. And Annie Potts was super banging in the Ghostbusters yeah, day. And now it's just, I mean, you know, age gets us all. And she doesn't look especially bad for a woman who I imagine is well into her 60s at this point. It's just, you know, it's, it's not the same. That's all I'll say. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, let's go back to the, the world of meth. Oklahoma man on meth steals car from porn, porn video store with goat and guy inside, drives through three states, leads cops on a low-speed chase. Wow. Again. How it's not an accident that Hitler was given his guys in the field that out right. battling in the fucking France, he was giving them this meth because it Seems makes like a you can do spirit. Yeah, it really gets you fired up to go do some shit. Imagine driving through three states with a goat in the car. Like that goat would oh. be really annoying, and it would smell. Oh man, yeah, and you just hear. Meh. Like over and over again. I imagine you but, don't have the best sense of smell when you're high on meth in a stolen car. Yeah, you probably only smell like battery acid kind of smell. Yeah, yeah. Um, if anything. But I, I, I like to picture with the three state thing and the low speed chase, he's thinking it's like an old movie where they get to the state line, everything's fine. Then you, you're off the hook. You know, in the old days... In like those movies, they get to the state line and they were they were good. They didn't yeah, the worry cops, about the cops. The cops couldn't cross the state line. Yeah, so he probably had that kind of logic. I mean, I feel like they did the same thing in the town where they're like, "Get to the Charlestown Bridge. We got to get to the Charlestown Bridge." And you were yeah. mad about that movie. I like it. What okay. they were doing, okay. yeah, was if they shut off the bridge, they were stuck. But if they got past it, then they were dealing with cops that we're going to look the other way. Oh, cause they were on their payroll. Right. They got across the bridge and oh, then a guy sees local them cops. and they're holding machine guns and the guy like turns his head in the opposite oh, direction. To let him is that, and this is when they're dressed as nuns. Yes. Okay. Exactly. The same. Right. Yes. Okay. Well, maybe I need to watch it again. I was just, a, mostly it was the accents <laughs> that weren't my yeah, favorite. The Boston accent is bad, but I, I liked that movie. I thought it was good. Yeah. Um, so, uh, fucking the stories from Australia are just awful. Crazy. Terrible. And their prime minister is a, another shit heel yep. that's courting the coal business. Mm-hmm. And he was in Hawaii as his country's burning. He's, he's awful. Yep. Um, but Jeff Bezos came to the rescue and Amazon donated $690,000 to the Australian bushfire that's relief efforts. Kind of a weird number. Because it's well, it's a million Australian dollars. Oh, okay. Because I thought he was trying to do like a sixty-nine thing. Get it? <laughs> like nice. Like um, yeah. Well, that's nice of him. You know, it's you know probably wasn't easy for him to dig up that much money. That's a that's a large yeah. sum of money. Um, he makes two hundred thirty thousand dollars a minute. He, oh, so that was. Um, just like <laughs> a little four, it was three minutes, four, yeah, three point yeah, four, four, yeah, four point 
two minutes or something worth yeah. of. We were talking about the last meth story uh, when he accumulated six hundred ninety thousand dollars. Um. Right. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's a good point. And yet, some lady down the street who lives on a different street than me, but happens to have the same house number. Her packages come to my door every single day. <laughs> not oh, he's oh, making all the money. Not once a month does does her packages come to my door. Her packages come to my door each day. And for a while, I had a sign on the door that was like, and it was a very patronizing sign where I said, you are here. And then I had my address. And then I said, you are not here. And then I had her address. And then I wrote like arrows to her address. And with a bunch of no's, the word, no, 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 no. I'm like this address where you are not. And then I would put her address again and I would put a bunch of no's. And then I, I said, is over there. And then I put an arrow like pointing towards where her house would be. And you know what? That sign was pretty effective. But after a while, I had it taped, like duct taped on the door. It started to, it wasn't laminated or anything. So eventually it came off the door. And so I'm like, oh, they got it. They figured it out. So I took down the sign. Um, no. Nope. Four minutes later, <laughs> there was a package for my same house number, but a different oh street on my fucking doorstep. And you know what? Right now, Ed, if I went out my front door, because I did just a few minutes ago, just before we started the show, there's a fucking package for her. On my fucking doorstep. My God. Hey, Bezos, give me my 690 grand, asshole. Why am I dealing with this? Uh, fun fact, he just made $690,000 while you were telling during, that story. During my rant. Fucking asshole. Yeah. Uh, what um, else, Ed? But yeah, so Australia's burning. But um, good news. Meatloaf says Greta Thunberg has been brainwashed. Global warming's a hoax. So we don't have to worry. Meatloaf says so. His name is Robert Paulson. <laughs> His name is Robert Paulson. Meatloaf, real name, Marvin. Um, again, he's kind of like Sergeant Slaughter. Meatloaf still with us. And also, right. how is it that when these when people get old like this, like Meatloaf, like Meatloaf, you know, his claim to fame. Paradise by the Dashboard Lights. Bad it's song. a real piece Still of shit. Rizzuto. Just Still one Rizzuto. of the worst songs. And also, and even when I hear it, I'm like, how was this popular even at the time when they were so starved for entertainment that this this could was, be considered? But, but this was this was going on when like this was like late seventies. Yeah, there was like good punk, shit. Yeah, good shit was like happening. The Clash going yeah, on or yeah, whatever you know, yeah. shit like that and. Blondie and and people are listening to Meatloaf. Yeah, the fuck out. And he's here. all and he's all sweaty and his and his chest is out. And his, but uh. there's no way that he was like a fucking arch conservative back then. Like, what is it about these assholes that that, that turns these guys into such assholes later in life, where they're like this little girl's been brainwashed like what like everything's a fucking conspiracy. Like, how, how does that happen? Because it's not going to happen to me. And you can make an argument that just about any adult has been brainwashed on some level about something. But this kid, she's just not old enough to be corrupted yet. She just isn't. No, that's the one person you can't say, oh, she's, you know, she's in the bag. You know, somebody's got her head like she's a kid. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a weird thing to hate somebody for caring about (laughs) as Australia is on fire. Yeah. 
I care about the planet. Well, you're a piece of shit. Like what? Like, shut up. You're a kid. Okay. It's weird. It's a weird thing. I don't, I don't get it. Very odd. Yeah. Um, a British woman was jailed for a drunken outburst soliciting passengers to join the mile high club. Oh, well now, yeah, that, take a look at the picture. I'm not saying yeah. a plus. Does she look like but Twiggy? If I'm, if I'm a, um, if I'm a younger lad, You're, yeah. I'm just going to, I'm going to try to settle her down before they, you know, they have her arrested. The problem is, here's the problem. Well, the Mile High Club is, is probably It's real unsexy when a bra... Oh, yeah, she's not bad. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She's like, not bad. You would expect a train wreck. Yeah. Oh, she's not bad at all. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, it's But it's real unsexy when a... Uh, a chick is like really over the top it's with it like super that aggressive. I, yeah. I get it yeah. listen I, I there's nothing more annoying than some drunk asshole yeah causing scene yeah but drunk I'm girls saying, when worst. i clicked on the story i was expecting a much worse version of yeah. who we got worse yeah yeah no i agree i expected more of a hag and this one she's only 20 <laughs> a lot of life to live yeah like maybe get right with yourself sweetheart you can Still attract a man. Do whatever you want. Um, did you watch? Did you watch before Christmas the Eddie Murphy SNL? I saw a little yeah. bit of it. I saw a little bit. I of thought it, it was yeah. excellent. Yeah, they went to the I, well. Yeah, they did. But I mean, they were giving us the hits we wanted. Yeah. It's like going to a concert of a band. You you just want to see the hits. Yeah, and he gave it to us. I thought he did a great job. Yeah. Um. You know, it didn't like that performance was Bill Cosby because he said, uh, "Who's America's dad now?" Um, oh. in the monologue. Oh yeah. Well, that's because funny. He's like, I've got, because he said something like, I've got eight kids and then, you know, I've got a successful movie out yeah. and yeah. You're in jail. It's America's dad now. Cause Cosby famously, you know, ripped on Eddie Murphy in the eighties. Yeah. Um, so oh. Cosby didn't appreciate it and called Eddie a Hollywood slave. Oh. <laughs> How does anybody know he's in the joint? Yeah. Well, apparently his lawyer, is in contact with him and he uh he uh made a statement on behalf of the cosby family imagine 30 years ago it's thursday night at eight o'clock and my man comes out in his kooji sweater and he's playing a doctor and his wife's a lawyer and he's got all his kids and all his kids have different skin tones and that one the oldest one sandra is basically white and he's like um the America's dad, I'm Bill Cosby. And if I told you, hey, Ed, in 30 years, that guy's going to be in prison for <laughs> multiple rapes. Like, like 60 or something, right? Yes. This is a crazy number. It's so many. It's so many that we'll never know about. It's probably, it could be thousands. It's definitely hundreds. That's yeah, crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, he's got, but he's got like seventy documented. Yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yes, totally. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, Missouri church leader tried to pay for sex on Grinder with an Arby's card. Um, I think did we talk about that one already? I definitely heard about it. That's you and, you, yeah. know, you and I texted about it like oh, in right. December. All right, but we right, haven't right, right. had a show. <sighs> well, um, who pays for sex with any kind of card? First of well, all, do hookers take cards? Yeah. That, do, well, Grinder, 
is a way is an app. So maybe, Oh, maybe he's signing up for the app, but still no, no, it's not just like Facebook. Like you just sign up for grinder, but I don't think you pay for the people you meet. You just meet them. Yeah. But there's two things. One, you know, you're trying to pay for sex with a card, but also what point in your life do you say, you know what? I'd like an Arby's card. Um, yeah, that is, that's kind of weird. Why would you have an Arby's card? So I definitely, is that like you get five sandwiches and get one free or is it like you have a credit line with Arby's either like a target card either. So I've definitely, I've ingested Arby's in my life and it was probably like in the 25 years ago range. And yeah, sad roast beef, right? Yeah. It's just like warmed up deli meat on fucking white bread. And luckily they give you a little like horseradish sauce that you can put on it. That makes it kind of better, but it's not, it's definitely not like let's go to Arby's or like, I can't wait to get back to Arby's and have more Arby's. Yeah. It's accidental eating. It's not, you don't, right. it's not destination. It's, yeah. It's cause you're near it. Exactly. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, it's also surprising. A church leader is, is on grinder. That's weird. That's weird. I thought he was married to the Lord. I didn't, didn't realize that he yeah. would have other appetites. It's weird. It's crazy. I, I wonder if he hated um, gay people. <laughs> um, ABC told Batman actor Burt Ward to take pills to shrink his dick. Um, I've had that same issue. I mean, that, that is, uh, they, they were wearing outfits that really left little to the imagination. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, I guess he was packing. Now I, in college, he was on Stern and he had an autobiography out. And it was all about him just fucking. Yeah, they did a lot of fucking. They did a lot of fucking because that's, you know, that was, he was on network TV during the free love era. And even if Robin wasn't particularly cool to people, he was, he was famous during an era where sex was just readily available. Um, And I remember one story, he woke up and uh, his, uh, he had uh, some, hugely swollen testicles that he had to get medical help for. And he couldn't, he had to call out sick that day. Cause he, there was no way he was fitting into the Robin costume. I mean, if, if I had been told like, this is, this is actually the story of my life. There's two things that have haunted me through, throughout my 44 years on this planet. One, too fucking muscular. Always getting in the way. I just too fucking muscular. It's a problem for me. I can't help it. Secondly, mm-hmm. my cock is just too fucking big. I got too yeah. big of a Unwieldy. fucking cock. Yeah, and it's just it gets in the way. It's cumbersome. It's annoying. And you know, it's oftentimes I've been told, "Hey, take a dick shrinking pill." Also, is there's no such thing as a dick shrinking pill, and there for sure wasn't in the '60s. What were they telling him to take? You know that that was shit that was going to really fuck up your your uh, reproduction system. Whatever it was, it was something that was not not approved by the FDA, and it was definitely bad for you. Um, It is, yeah, it was like a 
get it in Mexico type of situation. Yeah. Well, he, he said he took it for like a day and then, and then realized it's probably a bad idea. Yeah. Agreed. Um, woman quit her job so she can breastfeed her 36 year old bodybuilder boyfriend every two hours. That's just a good woman. He, How does that work? He needs that breast milk yeah. to get yoked. Wait, but does the, the body doesn't just, I mean, how's it It'll produce? Keep, like she must've just had, had a baby or, and he just kept the thing going? No, or I, th- what? I think it keeps making it as long as there's somebody sucking. My grandmother in uh, uh, no, the one. Yeah. The one. Yeah. From Rob Roy. She's, oh. she was Guatemalan and she was raised in Guatemala. And she said that, um, as a child, their maid um, would be like, you know, tending to the house or whatever. And then she would stop. She would stop and um, pull out one of her ample breasts to when, when her seven year old would walk over and be ready for some milk. So I think it just, you keep producing milk as long as you have a willing recipient. Yeah. Um, Florida man eaten by alligator actually died from meth overdose, officials say. Oh, yeah. I heard about this one. Yeah. Yeah. I it's, mean, I mean, you know, it's kind of a it's kind of a less chicken on Florida. Right. Right. Yeah. Story. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, I mean we, that's, got, we got all of it right there. That's it's we it's not surprising that there would be some confusion because those are the two leading causes of death in Florida. One consumed by gator. B, meth overdose. So it's <laughs> we, like those worlds were bound to intersect and they probably do often. Now, I don't know enough about biology or animals. Would, would the, the gator eating the meth, the guy on meth, would that make the gator yep. tweak? Yes, for sure. Yep, absolutely. I mean, that's, a, that's a real dangerous situation. Yeah, because then you got a methed out gator. Well, they probably have that already because of all the all the meth flushing that goes right. on when the cops come. Right. Right. So there's probably lots of meth in the swamps and ponds and gullies and barrancas <laughs> of the Florida general Florida area. Um, school bus evacuated due to overwhelming smell of Axe body spray. That's what, like a Sex what, Panther situation. What part of Jersey? <laughs> uh, let's see. Mm-hmm. It could. It, it yeah. seems like it could very well be a Jersey situation. Yeah. It is. Oh, it was a middle school student in Buffalo. Wow. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. That's where the Gronkowskis are from. No, no, no. Buffalo Creek, Parish, Florida. Oh, Florida. Florida. Okay. Yeah. It's Buffalo Creek. Buffalo Creek Middle School. I'm surprised. Maybe they were, maybe they use a lot of axe to keep the gators and the meth (laughs) off of them. That's right. right. It's meth, meth (laughs) slash gator protection. Axe a day will keep the gators away. I've said it a million times. (laughs) As grandma used to say, um, uh, underage Michigan man arrested. Well, then it would be Michigan boy. All right. Underage Michigan boy arrested after drunken horse and buggy ride. Oh, this is the, uh, the Amish. But Michigan. Well, horses and buggies. Lancaster PA. Yeah, I know. I know. It's a weird thing. Right. It's like you would expect too many handsome cabs in, uh, in Michigan. Right. 
No, that is kind of weird. Maybe, well, maybe, yeah. Maybe there's like sects of, you know, Mennonites slash Amish. Oh, I was having a conversation with somebody from PA recently and they were talking about the Amish and how they just like so many of them, there's so many of them that they do construction and stuff and they just like throw shit up so fast because they just, it's like in their DNA to know how to build oh, like things. Barn raising scene yeah. and uh, yes. witness. Yes. Or Kingpin. Or Kingpin, and, right. And, but I said, and I'm like, but they got to use power tools, right? Do they not? They don't use like screw guns and shit. And so what are they? They're just using uh I don't know. I assume they use a lot of hammering, right? I assume they use power tools though, but they don't. They must not. What year were nails invented? That, that's all right for them, right? They well, can use nails. Yeah, because Jesus, you know, he got he had oh, a situation right. cool. with the nails. Like nails were invented then. <laughs> he had he had a negative experience with nails. They only had the three nails though, because they had to do they had to use one they, for both feet. They use technology from like 200 years ago, not like 2000. Right. 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 Yeah. So, Cause they can use those like grindy. Um, they can use like the hand drill, like you had in woodshop in ninth grade. Oh yeah. Yeah. They, so they, people didn't get too fucked up. Right. Um, I remember somebody called into Stern. Maybe they were X. Yeah. Or, or they were on their room Springer. Yeah. But they said there, there's some bullshit rules. Like there is a phone in the street, yeah. there's like a phone booth that they can like go out and make some calls. There's they're, they're, they're cheating the rules a little bit. Um, the same person I was talking to was telling me that they couldn't, she worked at a bank and she said that they, that the, um, bank wouldn't loan do home equity loans for the Amish because they immediately would rip out all the plumbing from the house. What? Because they don't, you know, they don't fuck wow. with, they don't fuck with modern plumbing but i mean that's kind of rude they could just just leave it and not use it it. yeah turn off the water bill right right? just turn turn everything off imagine having access to like there's no wizardry in a toilet it's just of it's just an opening that takes things away with water it's just it's basically a drain it's just a power drain elizabeth the the first like guy invented the toilet for her. I think right. like it's, yeah. it's a long time ago. And it's isn't not. like the Orthodox Jews, right? There's like one day of the week where they can't use like modern things, but they, they right. rig systems around it where they're like, Oh, if, I saw that in religious, right? The, oh, the that's what I saw. Yeah. Where they're like, just push yeah. this button and you're not actually touching the toilet, but the toilet's still flushing. In which case, like, Go fuck yourself because your religion's right. fucking stupid. Like that's so dumb. That's so dumb. Right. That's like when Chris Rock's talking about the uh, the you know meat on Fridays thing. He's like, you killed somebody. He's like, but I ate right. Yeah. You know it's you right. know at some point at some point just be a good person. I'm sure if whatever God you're believing in, if you're a good person, it'll work out. Not if you touched a button on Fridays. Um. um yeah, it's weird. Kentucky judge accused of having a courthouse threesome is suspended. I mean, don't we want our judges to be even keeled and relaxed? Yeah. I mean, I what's, mean, who cares where the threesome's deny, going down? If you're going to deny a judge pleasure, that judge is going to be over, overly harsh. Also, I saw this story and it's a female judge. And if this were a male judge and he was threesoming, 
in the yeah. in the in his under his robes. I feel like that would be yeah. allowed. That would be encouraged, even. Yeah, I feel like uh, that might have been a plot on Night Court. For sure. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't mind getting Marky Post in nineteen eighty-seven in the mix. Agreed. I would. Uh, you know, like to be involved well, in that. The type of threesome that would happen there. You know, Larroquette was down back then. Oh yeah, he was getting it in for <laughs> sure. And yeah. also, and also, Bull Richard Mall. Is Night Court a thing, or was that just a, like a, a TV construction? Like, did well, no. Do, do you think they have court at night? They do. I know they do, but it depends on where you are. Because, but a lot of times, like if you get, you know, arrested at night, they're like, "Well, you got to wait for the judge." You know, you're you're going to be here waiting for the judge. But like in some, like in New York, where Night Court took place, like there's too many people getting arrested all the time. There's just not, you can't fucking house all these people. You got to keep the yeah. system going. It's a lot like the Amish plumbing. Like you got um, like shit is moving. You got to keep it moving. Agreed. But you know, I had a buddy arrested over the weekend. It was like, well, we'll talk to the judge on Monday. Enjoy. Yeah. Enjoy your Saturday night through. That definitely happens. Monday morning. Yep. That absolutely you know, happens. Judges are never around. There's not like a judge at 3 a.m. who's going to help you out. No. Nope. Um, this is, you know, everyone's talking about it, but we should probably weigh in. Goop selling a vagina-scented candle. Now, I know she just gets bigger and bigger. What? What? What's the deal? Why do people... I've never found her to be likable. No. People are, like, really into building her brand. Yeah. I don't get it. Me I don't... Either. I mean, the whole... This is clearly a headline grabbing thing. The vagina scented candle. I mean, who, why there are lots of, I, I'm not somebody who's, who's really opposed to that. You know, I don't have like a hard stance, but candles, you know, I like, <laughs> I like Cheetos or whatever. Yeah, There's yeah. a lot of things I don't want a candle of what. Yeah, I agree. The, and also like, it's my experience that it's, Vaginas have all different smells and, right. and, and most vaginas, like not like a strong smell. You like really got to get in there to get any kind of smell from it. Now I've encountered some that were a little more pungent slash unhealthy smelling. I don't, I don't, I doubt a candle smells like that. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so stupid. It's, she wants but, us to be talking about just it. her. Her career is so odd. Yeah, it's weird. Because she's so big now. Yeah. And she used to be in movies like Seven, and now she's just this clown that's yep. sometimes an Iron Man and other times steaming her vagina and yes. getting like super rich from it. Putting it's, eggs. It's a weird career. She puts some egg thing yeah. inside her vagina yeah. and she got sued for it. And she's super annoying. Really annoying. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, finally, last story Lori Laughlin. Reportedly oh, practicing martial arts, so she'll be ready for prison. Come on, come on. What? You just pay for protection. This is like when, this is like yeah. when Omar goes inside, and those two big dudes give him all the magazines to put in his yeah. waistband. That's such a that's such a tense scene. Yeah. He thinks they're coming in to kill him, yeah. and they're coming in to give him help. They give him a knife, right, and right. the magazines. Yeah, exactly. Because he's got a price in his head. So good. Yeah, so good. Um, but I mean, what is she gonna do with Kung Fu? The type of I'm people stupid. that go to jail stupid. versus Lori Laughlin. Lori Laughlin is not a big frame. She's 
she's gonna need a lot more than kung fu to help her out she's i mean i'll help her out like she wants to do some house arrest i got a place (laughs) she can stay it's fine like we can talk to the judge we go to night court and see if we can get it you know people with money they can make things happen so come on over and do some house arrest over here. Uh, I maintain that she's getting off. Like she's, this is going in front of a jury and the jury's going to hear the evidence and be like, how is the guy that's the, was the ringleader of the situation ratting out all his clients? Like, I don't understand. I don't, yeah, I don't get that. It works. That's not, no, you don't, you don't arrest El Chapo and then ask who his, who he was selling to. You fucking got the big guy. It's crazy. Uh-huh. It's yeah. odd, but hasn't she done? Well, I guess she would just run afoul of the judge. Yeah. But she's done some shitty things that yeah. like have pissed off the judge. I would uh, eventually, I imagine she and the husband Massimo will turn on each other. It's usually what happens in yes. husband wife prosecutions. Right. Yeah. Um, She'll blame him. Yeah. How great a feeling would it be to be the judge? When you give the objections and you say, I'll allow it or overruled. Oh, yeah. That's that's probably the, the the number one thing about being a judge. No, it's great. And it's like you have like in court, you have to like say everything the right way. And if you don't say it the right way, the judge gets to admonish you. Yeah. Which is pretty fucked up because I mean, we all saw that time that Herman Munster was the judge and right. like Joe Pesci didn't have the right kind of suit on or the right, right kind he, of jacket. Yeah. And he was, I mean, Herman Munster. It's a real dick. Is fine. I think that was his final role. I he think so too. Real dick. Did he have that gigantism? Herman. Because I think he died like in his sixties. His features were very gigantism. Yeah, he, Tony Robbins ish. He, yeah, he was kind of like a more handsome, um, Bobon. Richard, Richard Keel. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, it was, was something was going on with him, and the voice he had the voice too. It was a whole yeah. much like Tony Robbins. He might have had that. Um, what do you call that? Uh, acromegalia. It makes people mm. huge. Uh, okay. Well, excellent job, Ed. I'm just, it's great to catch up to do some fucking first first regular show on the yeah books. to do some to do some real stories. Talk about shit that's happening. People send us these stories all the time. Feel free to reach out if you would like hit us on twitter at easy at daily at brian beckner you can also email us mailbag at the baller lifestyle.com or leave us a voicemail 949-464-TBLS so for at daily my name is brian beckner this has been episode 302 of the baller lifestyle podcast we will see you next week She's known as Fancy Pop to you and me. Talking loud, comments, conundrums with my brothers. Reviewing some movies and shows and others. Top podcast, man, no one is above us. Five star, even the haters will love us. And we're not trying to talk politics a lot. We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot. Shit's so hot, man, you know the shit's on top. Top podcast, man, it really hits the spot. Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is so flawless. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. Listen up, you players and shock ballers. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is for all us. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller.